todo el mundo. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Stacey Lane Wilson, author of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series and director of the film The Ventures Stars on Guitars. You are listening to the Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast for people who love music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And now, on to the show. Today's guest is the hard rockin' Brit Lightning from the hard rock 80s band Vixen. She plays guitar and sings backup. She's also the musical director at the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, and she has a cocktail recipe in the newest Rock and Roll Nightmares book, Rock Tales. Hi, Brit. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Great to see you here. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, and I want to obviously delve into Vixen right off the bat, because um, even though the band came to fame in the 80s, you weren't even born yet. So is it fair to say that uh, Vixen is a band and a brand? Yes, that's very clever. I love that. I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, they're definitely a band for sure that writes their you know music and has great songs. But um, the brand, I think, you know, even though. I was born at the time. Um, I was heavily influenced by bands in the 80s when I started picking up the guitar um, when I was about 15 and, and getting into, you know, playing. And uh, and Vixen was one of the only all-female bands besides the Runaways that I knew of at the time. And uh, I was a big Gem and the Holograms fan. And when I discovered Vixen, I was like, oh my God, they're real. Uh, I didn't know it was real and it could be a, a thing in real life. So um, I definitely think Vixen is a brand. Um, and I think they're just, you know, they send that message to women that we can do it too. You know, it's not just a boys game, especially at that time. Exactly. Um, so how did you get your professional start in music? And aside from the bands that you just mentioned, who are some of your influences as a guitarist and a vocalist? Yeah, well, I picked up the guitar when I heard Eruption, and I was like, oh, this is what I have to do. I was playing flute at the time in school, and I was like, okay, I'm trading in the flute for the guitar. This is way cooler. Um, there's a lot more I can do with it. And uh, and then I just started to want to be in a band. I started reading all the rock star autobiographies and just got hooked on the idea of being in a band and playing concerts and traveling the world. And so, uh, yeah, at about 15, I just 
only could see that as my future. That's just, I just knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, and then I started my own band. I actually started an all female, uh, heavy rock band in Boston where I grew up and, uh, did that for a while. And then, um, we, we had a good run. Uh, we did some recordings, we toured a lot, we went overseas. Um, but it was just hard to keep the band together, um, after a certain amount of time and we weren't making that much money. And so a friend of mine who was a guitar tech said, you know what, you should just audition for other bands, be a guitar player for hire. And then you can just fall in love with playing guitar again. Cause that's all you have to do. You don't have to worry about booking the band and, you know, doing all these other things that are distracting you from it and making you kind of, you know, yeah. you have not as much fun. So, um, so I did that. And my first audition was with, uh, for Lady Gaga, it was an open call in New York City, and I went and um, I got the call back. I got the next call back, and it was down to like me and this one other guy. And at the end of the day, the other guy got the gig. Uh, but that was, I would say, my entrance into like playing on a different level for other people because even though I didn't get that gig, um, it was from that audition that I got a call for another gig and then another gig, and so um, it kind of all started snowballing from there. Yeah, I mean, putting yourself out there is half the battle, right? It is. It's very hard to do that, but it is. And then the big realization I had was at first I thought, well, I didn't get the first audition I went to, so I might as well give up. I'm probably just not meant to do this. I'm not good enough. Um, but then, you know, so you can't be attached to just one outcome. You know, there's there's other opportunities and other ways to, to get to where you want to go. So just kind of go with the flow and and trust the universe that if you're doing what you're passionate about, you know, it's going to work out somehow. Good advice. Um, well, mm. your last na name is a stage name. So um, I got to ask, you know, mm -hmm. where did it come from? Is it like David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust persona or the famous groupie Lori Lightning? <laughs> where does it come from? No, you know what? I didn't know about either of them until later. Um, but at the time when I started my first band that I was telling you about, the all-female band in Boston, we were called Jaded. And um, I had, I actually had a lot of stage fright before I started performing and so I wanted to take on this other persona to be on stage and to get in the right headspace and um I thought that it would be cool if everybody in the band was named after like weather elements and stuff like that but I was also inspired because when I was younger I did get struck by lightning through the tv when I was standing really close to the wow. tv during a storm one time <laughs> so that inspired it too um but also you know I just liked the the visuals that came along with lightning, you know, fast, flashy, electric, um, you know, all those things is what I wanted to be on stage and with my guitar playing. Well, through your work on stage and the uh, rock and roll fantasy camp, you've met and performed alongside so many icons and superstars. Um, there's Roger Daltrey, Alice Cooper, Dave Mustaine, and Lady Gaga, who you mentioned. Um, were you starstruck by any of them or what was the biggest surprise in meeting one of these superstars? Yeah. Um, the first big superstar I met was Zach Wilde, you know, when I was a young girl and brought my guitar to the guitar store when he was doing a signing and I was pretty starstruck by, by him then. And then fast forward to, I was in college and I was working at the music store across the street from Berkeley school of music because my parents didn't, want me to go to Berkeley. And so I decided, well, I'll work across the street from Berkeley while I'm getting a degree in business at Northeastern <laughs> and meet all the music kids and get a Berkeley education through them. And I started running um, some of the artist clinics um, at the music store. And Zach was my first one. And uh, 
and he was still drinking at the time and he was kind of frightening to me <laughs> like, he, he, can, was just he like, does look a bit like intimidating bar- <laughs> yeah did he and have the beer like, and the long hair at that point the time did, yeah yes and he barged in was like where's the beer and I was like uh-oh <laughs> uh, I was like oh no um so th- yeah he was the first guy that I was really starstruck with um and uh but you know uh I- I'm still always starstruck I mean even to daily like life on the road with Vixen when I'm on stage with Roxy and everybody like I'm just kind of like I gotta pinch myself like is this real life you know um I'm just grateful for all the encounters that I've had and everything every day is kind of like wow this is cool (laughs) I'm very grateful um yeah and I'm sure that uh some young ladies are starstruck when they meet you because you're up there on the stage um I just recently uh discovered a video of you on uh, youtube it's like very rock star-esque um i don't play guitar but i love them as works of art and so that video um you were doing edge of a broken heart and you were playing this mirrored sort of kind of a flying b but the points are like super super sharp like knife blades (laughs) how many guitars do you have and do you have a favorite and maybe you could tell me about that one in particular yeah, that one in particular, I'd say, is my favorite, actually. it's um, It was a custom guitar that Jackson built for me. Uh, I got it in 2009. And um, I, yeah, I wanted something that was like like lightning, like reflective and flashy. So the mirror, hence the mirror finish. Um, and it's got really cool inlays. I designed them myself. It's kind of like a, a star with a lightning bolt um, through the middle of them. And then my name is on the 12th fret. And uh, I just actually put in some really great uh, DiMarzio pickups in that. So it's sounding better than ever. Um, and it's got a kill switch on it. It's really cool. And um, that guitar, actually, our mutual lovely friend Lisa Johnson photographed. Um, but I think uh, I've probably got, I've probably got about 25 guitars, but I really, there's only a few that I really take out and play on the road. I have a couple that I um, have at home that just stay at home and I just use them for recording and things like that. Um, I have a really special, uh, 66 Strat, uh, Olympic white. That's got the old classic headstock. And that's really cool one that I don't take on the road, but, um, I'm always changing them in and out, you know, they're kind of like, it's just, you know, it's kind of like a addiction. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Well, you're a collector, right? Not an addict, a collector. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like Lisa S. Johnson, she photographed, so she photographed that guitar. And was that for Immortal Axis? You know what? It hasn't been in a book yet, but uh, she's saying hopefully the next one. Yes, um, but she absolutely. just she took a mo- the most beautiful picture of it on this uh, silk cheetah print background. It's just it's so cool. She's it is a gorgeous an amazing guitar. photographer. Yeah, thank you. Um, and you know, uh, you also were kind enough to donate a drink recipe for Rock Tales. And speaking of photography, I love the photo that you took of it. Um, your decor is so tiki. <laughs> it's not really dark <laughs> and metal and clad in leather and dripping with blood. So uh, what's the <laughs> best song to listen to while drinking a spiced lightning? Okay, good question. Well, I have to say, yes, even though I like rock and roll and all that stuff, I'm, I'm very, uh, my whole, my whole place is white, white leather couches, white everything. So I'm totally opposite of like, the, even although I wear a lot of black, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't have a lot of uh, creepy metal stuff around. I love like the tiki culture and lifestyle. In fact, every time uh, we go on the road, I always seek out the nearest tiki bar. 
Um, so I've been to a lot of tiki bars all over the place, all over the world. Um, so I might have to say, especially since I'm talking to you, that maybe uh, Walk Don't Run is a good song to uh, listen to while sipping a Spice Lightning. Absolutely. Sounds great. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love tiki bars, too. I used to live in North Hollywood, and uh, the Tonga Hut, I believe, is the oldest tiki bar. And there was a few other ones that were really cool there. And in Las Vegas, too, where I live now. Have you visited those? Yeah. I have. I've been to um, Frankie's in oh, uh, yeah. Vegas. Classic. And, um, and yes, I've been to the Tonga Hut, Tiki No. Um, yeah, I love, I love all those spots. Uh, yeah. They are so much fun. And speaking so fun. of fun, you recently returned from performing on a rock and roll cruise and they are really becoming popular. Um, I went on one cruising to Baja with the ventures in the nineties, but I feel like there's a lot more of them now. So, um, you know, tell me what they're like as a performer to be on one of those. You know, personally, I love them. Um, well, first of all, I love the ocean and I love being on boats. So that's fun for me. Um, but it's, you know, at first the thought is like, oh man, am I going to, you know, sometimes you, you're you're excited to leave the venue and just go to someplace quiet and then thinking like, oh, I'm going to be on this boat and you can't leave, right? So there's that thought. Um, but it's actually awesome. I really love all the people that go on it. A lot of the same people go on the same cruises year after year and it becomes like this family. Like we do a lot of the Monsters of Rock cruise and it's the same people. We recognize them and it's kind of like a big reunion. Um, and this one that we just did was the 80s cruise and it was the same thing. And the people are all so nice and they're just just super music lovers and they're just happy to be there. Everybody's got a great attitude and just wants to have a good time. So it's um, it's a really fun vibe. And then I like to get off at the ports and stuff. I'm not one that just hides in my room all the time. I, I like to get off and I like to fish. So, you know, we got off in Cabo and did some fishing and uh, I just like to explore and, and have fun and meet new people. So I think those cruises are a blast. Yeah, who was on the uh, Monsters of Rock cruise with you? So we've done it a bunch of times with, you know, Tesla and Faster Pussycat and, um, you know, bands like that. Uh, this past cruise that we just went on um, had, it was the 80s cruise. And so that was like a combo of pop and rock. So we had like Brett Michaels and us and Autograph and um, LA Guns. But then we also had um, Kim Wilde and uh, Devo. And so that was like How a cool fun. mix of... Lou Graham was on it. That was cool. Um, yeah. So that, that they're always fun. You always meet new people, see other bands that you haven't had a chance to see when you're on the road. So it's, it's good. Yeah. And as a passenger, I take it like you just pay the cruise fee and it's kind of unlimited food and bands, right? It is exactly. And now I can't even imagine after doing so many rock cruises, going on a regular cruise without bands. Like, if I wasn't, yeah, if I wasn't running around like crazy trying to catch everybody's set, I don't know what I'd do with myself. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what's coming up next for you? I know you've already had a super busy year and it's only March. I know, I know, it's flying. Um, well, let's see, this weekend we're in upstate New York uh, doing a gig with Striper in Waterloo, New York. And um, then we are shooting a music video in LA um, for our, our new single that's going to be released soon that I'm very excited about. And then we're off to Brazil 
uh, to do uh, a festival and another show over there. And um, then we've got a busy rest of the year. Um, we're doing Summerfest um, in Milwaukee. We're doing the M3 Festival in Columbia, Maryland. Uh, we've got a lot of other dates across the states. And then um, we'll be headed to uh, Australia in September and then later in the fall we'll be doing um like the Wacken festival in Germany and doing some other shows over in Europe so um and hopefully writing and releasing more material too wow I'm glad I caught you now yeah. <laughs> now who's in the band now what's the lineup of Vixen these days okay so we've got Roxy Petrucci on drums original and um then we've got Lorraine Lewis um, who has been in the band since 2019, um, who replaced Janet. Um, she went off to pursue a solo project and is working with her husband. And uh, Cher Ross was in the band for a while as well. Of course, original um, with Roxy and Janet. Um, and then she went off to kind of just take time to pursue her real estate career, which is booming down in Florida. And she's uh, just really killing it with that. So she's uh, enjoying that. And so we've got Julia Lage in the band. Um, who I had worked with, um, you know, when I first moved to LA, uh, we did a, a couple of various projects together. She's a great player, great uh, singer as well. And so uh, I feel like we have a really strong lineup right now and we just gel really well um, musically and off stage, you know, personally. So uh, it's been great. Yeah, I mean, that's the rock and roll dream. But uh, before you go, I have <laughs> to ask you to share your own personal rock and roll nightmare. Okay, if I, so this is a real nightmare. So it hasn't happened, knock on wood here, yeah. uh, in real life. But I, I do sometimes have this recurring nightmare that happens. And it's I'm on stage, um, sometimes with Vixen, sometimes with an imaginary band and playing to a big crowd. And I have forgotten all the songs and I didn't practice. And like, I'm aware of what the songs are, but I have no idea how to play them. Like just, they've completely slipped my mind. And uh, that happens every now and then. And it's the worst. And I wake up all sweaty and like, ah, what, how come I didn't practice? And then I'm like, oh, I'm in my bed, in my room. It's all good. Um, but that's a frightening thing. I think, uh, yeah. So I must have some subconscious thing of second guessing myself. Like, did I forget to practice? Did I forget we had a huge gig? Um, yeah, so that's that's always frightening, and hopefully that never happens in real life. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah, that is the musician's version, I guess, of uh, the reoccurring dream that some people have of being naked in public, right? Exactly. Yes, kind of <laughs> the same thing, same feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where's the best place to find and follow you and the band Vixen online? Yes. So for websites, I've got BritLightning.com. Um, Brit with two T's and lightning spelled like lightning, not lighting. A lot of people spell lightning like lighting. They forget the extra. Lightning. And, yeah, and I, know. I have yeah. seen that spelling <laughs> before. Yes. And then for Vixen, it's VixenOfficial.com. Don't just go to Vixen.com because that'll take you to, to some X-rated stuff. And um, <laughs> on uh, Facebook and Instagram, it's at Brit Lightning. And um, on Instagram for uh, for Vixen, it's Vixen underscore band. So you can check out all that and find our updated tour dates. And uh, and then also I, I work at, I just throw it out there, I work at Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp running uh, the uh, Rock Camp events. And um, that's rockcamp.com if anybody wants to check that out. Absolutely. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with me, Britt, and I uh, appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to see you.
Today, I'm going to read a passage for you from Rock and Roll Nightmares True Stories, Volume 2, which will be out via Audible very soon, read by Andy Garrison. This is from the chapter Borrowed Time. Vincent Vinny Paul Abbott was the drummer and co-founder of the heavy metal band Pantera and later went on to form Damage Plan with his younger brother, Dimebag Daryl who was murdered on stage as the band performed in a small nightclub on December 8, 2004. But Vinny didn't give up on music or performing. The hard-hitting, lightning-fast Sticks man was with the hard-rocking supergroup Hell Yeah from 2006 until his untimely death at the age of 54 in 2018. Vinny's final performance took place just five days before his death at The Vinyl at the Hard Rock Hotel and Resort in Las Vegas. He passed away at home, also in Las Vegas, due to severe coronary artery disease and a malady of the heart muscle, both of which were blamed on his devil-may-care rock-and-roll lifestyle. While he was gone too soon, the drummer's death did serve to make his Hell Yeah Band brothers reassess their own habits. Benny's passing was a wake-up call for us all, said guitarist Tom Maxwell. I really sat back and looked at my mortality and said, you know what? I've got to quit smoking and exercise more and stop eating garbage. I have a little boy who needs his dad. I have a wife who needs her husband. Vinny Paul was buried beside his mother and his brother at Moore Memorial Garden Cemetery in the Abbott's hometown, Arlington, Texas. He left the bulk of his estate to his longtime girlfriend, Chelsea Yeager, and his best friend, Charlie Jones. Most ironic song title, Cemetery Gates by Pantera. This concludes another episode of Rock and Roll Nightmares. I'm your host, Stacy Lane Wilson. The theme song, Out for Blood, is composed and sung by Lars with a Z, Cabot, and the band is Fuzzbuster. This is an indie podcast, so your subscriptions and ratings are really important. Thank you for joining me, and until next time... <laughs>